I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi there and welcome to Mel's Electric Adventure. I'm Mel Gedroich. And I'm Giles Brittell. AKA G-Dubs. Now it's the grand finale of this series of our podcast. We're going on an extra special adventure uh, because for the first time we're not at my house, uh, but we are at London Electric Cars where they, specifically Matthew Quitter, hello Matthew, uh, converts petrol and diesel cars to electric. This place is enormous, it's cavernous. Yeah, yeah. it's about three and a half thousand square feet. But then wow. you'll see we've, we've slightly sort of expanded into the empty arches next door. And you're basically, your business is all about taking classic cars and electrifying them. Yes, that's correct. And how long have you been doing it for? Uh, so I've been doing it since 2017, but we've been here since about 2019. You are ahead, yeah. you're ahead of the curve. <laughs> you're cresting yeah. the curve. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's very kind of you. It's, uh, yeah, it's been interesting. It's been up and down, you know. Uh, Is that one yeah. of your cars that we can hear? Uh, no, that's the train. So we're under the uh, Waterloo to Clapham Junction train lines. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it keeps us, um, keeps, the, keeps the noise uh, levels up. Yes. You know, it, all night, all day and night it goes and keeps us uh, active. And how many cars can you fit in your space? Uh, so currently we have 17 or 18 cars on site. We're in the, the main working arch at the moment. Uh, we've got, what, seven cars in here. Um, which is we, this is where we do the bulk of the electrical work. Uh, it's, the, it's the only arch that's enclosed, so it keeps us warm. Um, and then also has the office next door, which is where we do all our, our thinking work. Um, and then we have some more arches that you'll see where we do metal work and just sort of have spread out into the um, as as you tend to do in these weird arches, take the available space to you. I'm thinking, Mel, that you should fess up and explain, admit that you have a close personal interest in being here, and that. You're actually angling for a huge favour from Matthew. For some help. <laughs> Matthew, listen, my husband, yeah. Ben, let's yeah. call him Ben. Well, yep. that's his real name, so yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. call him okay. Ben. Yeah. Ben is in the process, yes. Lord help us, yep. of electrifying a carcass which is Lady Pat's. Oh, right, it's got a name. Yeah, of course oh, okay, she's yeah, got a name. Sure, sure. Of course she's got a name. Yeah. So Lady Pat's is yeah. in Bristol. Yes. She was built in 1950, I believe. That's great, yeah. Uh, she has no engine currently, which is a good thing, yeah. because he wants to put in the full bells and whistles, yes. the battery, the motor, yeah. the blooming regenerative braking system, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. And That's awesome. I'm not going to lie, yeah. it's quite a big job he's taken on. He's currently yes. in Essex. Yep. in a little barn, yep. and we've come here to you to get some inspiration. Yep. Frankly, your phone number. Yeah. <laughs> and your availability for the sure. next 10 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he ain't going to do it on his own. I'm, I'm always happy to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we want more than talk, I think. I've heard a little bit about this. And, um, yeah. yeah. Action. Okay. Action. 
I mean, it is a big job, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's quite an undertaking, particularly if he hasn't done it before. It's, uh, and even if you have done it before, it's, uh, it's, there's a lot to, lot to get through. At the moment, he's yeah. got his laptop out a lot and he's yeah. looking at various tutorials. That's okay. what I'm going to say. That's great. That's which how, is fine. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fine. That's, and and that's how I started. Was uh, you know, there's a wealth of information online. It's um, it's one of the nice things about this community is it really started at a grassroots sort of level of uh, people sharing information. But Matthew, how far along did your formal education in electrics get? Are we talking GCSE? Are you an electrical uh, engineer? Do so you know what I, an amp is? Uh, yes. Well, I certainly do now. Um, I hope so. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I've always been sort of technical. I studied engineering oh, right. sort of at university uh, and then sort of. Uh, sort of worked in the music industry. Which <laughs> oh, is you're a good egg. I like is, this. Is sort of sound engineering and oh, so on. Nice. So, and then also I've always been around computers and coded and stuff like that. So it was sort of a natural progression. Then also obviously always been into cars um, and then just uh, saw some fun stuff. For beginners? Yeah. What do you do? What's the first step? You, you, you strip it out? Um, yes, yeah, so, so you, you... Well, I suppose the first thing is to consider what, what kind of conversion you're looking to do. And I, I said, obviously, the yeah. price is a, is, tends to be the most significant factor. And that's certainly what got me going in the early days, was I was like, how can I do this again affordably? And so, uh, as you're saying with, with your husband and his, his Bristol, uh, one of the things they'll probably be looking at is what, what type of batteries am I, am I going to fit and, and how much do they cost? He's not quite at that stage. Oh, okay. I do, listen, I don't want to do him down <laughs> or do the project down mm. because it's amazing. Mm. But he is at the point now where he's talking about trying to get the door off. Nice, nice. He, I mean, he it's, to, yeah. it's heavily yeah. sort of rusted yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think we're we're a bit we're a bit. That's off one of the path. challenges with classic cars as well. Is I mean you'll see some Austin Healy's we've got here which are in pieces because uh, you want to start the conversion, but then you realise there's a lot of rust in the vehicle. Uh, the, a lot a lot of the times these cars have been in accidents historically. You know they're 1950s 1960s cars, so they've been in little accidents. That means that things aren't quite aligning the way you'd expect them to. Um, so for a keen amateur, yeah, who wants to do this, yeah. How long slash how much money is it going to be? So Just asking I, for a friend. Yeah, asking I'd, for a friend. I'd say roughly six months if you can dedicate yourself to it full time. He can't. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, it depends if you want to, if you can get help from other people. His friend TJ. <laughs> okay, His great. friend TJ is amazing. Yeah, brilliant. He's been down there brilliant. this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having a mate on board is a really good idea. Absolutely, yep. Um, I mean, obviously, if you can, I'm talking about just the conversion. You're factoring in a restoration, and obviously restorations can go for years. And, and, and that's, again, one of the challenges we find is that we get cars that come in where the owner says, oh, it's in perfect condition. And then we start to, you know, we remove the engine remove the fuel tank and they're just huge rust holes and you'll see a couple of the, the series one over there is a good example of that uh, even this little mini you know we take the, the fuel tank out and there's a rust hole behind it um, so that is again one of the challenges with classic cars or cars in general is is we're not just converting them we're having to quite in a lot of cases go. restore yeah i'm looking in terms of time frame I'm seeing Lady Pat's as the wedding car. Oh right. For nieces, nephews, maybe even my daughters. Although they say How I, don't, long is... I don't want to get married, Mum. Yeah, 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 Marriage yeah. is so uncool. Yeah. No, you will be married <laughs> because Lady Pat's will be ready. So okay. I'm thinking sort of in the next ten years. Okay, yeah, yeah, very doable. But do you very think? doable. Yes, yes. If oh. the first thing obviously is to do a plan, project yeah. project manage that. Take this uh, Fiat five hundred behind us. Yeah. If you had to do that quickly and cheaply for a normal client, 
Yeah. What, what are the basic jobs? Uh, so uh, all the combustion stuff comes off the car. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to choose what electric motor you're going to fit to your car. Yeah. Uh, you then have to make an adapter plate and coupler. Uh, to, well, there are two ways. You can either completely remove the transmission and try yeah. and figure out a way of replacing that with an electric transmission, or you, what we prefer to do, because I actually find it simpler, is to replace the combustion engine motor with an electric motor by bolting it onto the existing transmission. Really? Um, so all these cars, well, except for say the Mini, keep the clutch and flywheel. Um, just because that makes for the most... And gearbox? Yeah, yeah. Ben's just bought yeah. a gearbox. Yeah. He went to a, Br a Bristol owner and bought a gearbox, yeah. and I actually had a bit of a go at him. <laughs> and I said, what, what do you need a flipping gearbox yeah. for, yeah. an old gearbox? And he was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was I right. I to change gears. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I feel bad yeah. now. I feel yeah. bad. An electric motor spins very fast. So uh, yeah. you have a simple job of uh, gearing that down to something much slower, yes. which you can then uh, speed up with an accelerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. a gearbox, which yeah. used to go from one, two, three, four, yeah. To five. Yeah. To five? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. into sport. Overdrive if you had no Volvo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Heelys have overdrives on them. And we How is that them, even relevant? Um, so, it's, it's again, it's cost. So, if you're going to, first off, you can sit there and say, okay, I know how much power my petrol motor can put out. So, I know that if I match that with my electric motor, I, I know what I'm going to be getting. So, there's less thinking involved. And, and what we've, the most expensive part of the first conversion is thinking. It's, you know, it's, it's trying stuff, getting it wrong, trying it again, using your brain, and that okay. costs money. Uh, so if you can say, look, I'll just use this, a similar electric motor to the petrol motor, I know that everything's going to kind of work. I know that I'm not going to snap drive shafts, I know I'm not going to twist the frame. Um, you know, I, I, I know how it's going to work. Also with classic cars, uh, quite a common desire is to maintain the original feel of the vehicle. So you can end up with an electric car with the four on the floor, with the gear yes, change? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, with the clutch that you I can I didn't transmit. know that existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Ben said. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. I, I, had yeah. A, I actually had a bit of a... <laughs> almost had a fight with him about oh, the really? gearbox, okay. which was lying yeah, in the sure. ruddy... Sit in the, in the sitting room. room. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah. my god! For have you had, just have weeks. you had parts in the dishwasher yet? Oh, Matthew. <laughs> oh, and he'd say, "Look at the gearbox," and we'd yeah. all have to go and play with it and try it. And he said, yeah. "This is going to go in the car." We yeah. couldn't understand what he was talking about. But now mm. you've explained. Yeah. I feel so bad. I'm going to yeah. have to apologise. <laughs> Do you develop quite a sort of an intense working relationship with the people that come to you to want their cars electrified? Um, it depends on the individual. Uh, it depends on how the project's going. Uh, it depends, again, if we've done that car before. Uh, so when we haven't done cars before, sorry, when we have done the car before, it's very much bring the car in, we convert it, we give it back to you, um, which is kind of the model we'd, I'd like. It's easier, you know, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's much easier. And you then, don't have to deal with people. Absolutely. The admin, ups and downs admin and is, is so time consuming. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's as much of a challenge of running the business as it is actually converting the cars. We've become so close to mm. Derek. Oh, yeah. Who is our Renault 4 guy. Oh, yes, he's yes, now absolutely. Moved, he's now yeah. moved out into... It's a tragedy when they, they leave. He was, in, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. in South London, now yeah. he's in Blooming Exmoor yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go round to give him the car to sort out, mm. and he would get a little camping stove out, yeah. and we'd have bacon. Oh, right. <laughs> are we going to see a Renault 4 today? Yeah. We are going to see a Renault 4 today. I go can't on. tell you a quick yeah. Renault 4 story. Yeah, go on. We had one when I lived yeah. in, grew up. in yes. Algeria. Yeah. yeah. And you can sail a Renault 4. Oh, really? No. If you have a strong following wind and you open all four doors. Oh, wow. Turn off the engine. Yeah. We went for about 50 miles across the Sahara. Oh, that's amazing. Zero petrol burned. <laughs>
I thought you were That's literally going to cool. say you put it in the water. Yeah, no, that would have been yeah. even better. Yeah. But it's not bad to That's land a... Renault 4 as land yacht. Yeah. I <laughs> Give it a try. I love that. No, we will see the yeah. Renault 4 later. We're also going to meet Lady Pats later. Okay, brilliant. Who is the Bristol carcass. Yep. Yep. Uh, so there'll be much uh, sort of of your wisdom and expo okay. that we can take to Essex. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So for all your modesty, I've noticed this is a big operation. We're in one arch. We glimpsed in the neighbouring arch earlier some other cars. Um, are we allowed to drive one of them? Yes, absolutely. So this is um, an Austin Healey uh, that we've done for a company called Revival who focus exclusively on Austin Healey's um, and slightly different business model to London electric cars. They buy the car, they fully restore it and then sell it um, to customers. So this isn't, you know, we convert your, customer, your car. This is you buy a top of the line electric conversion um, of an Austin Healey. So jump on in. Oh! oh. Oh, feel the engineering in that. It is very different from the EVs that we've driven. Because yeah, yeah. it's got weight, it's got it's, chunk. Yeah. This is also a beautiful example of an Austin Healey. I feel a bit like Mr. Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like know a what serious I mean? racing driver. I feel old. Oh. your shoes, you get the gloves, yeah. you're all wrapped up. Ready to go on an expedition. I drive really, really slowly. That's okay. As Giles okay. will testify, no, I'm a real nana, yeah, yeah, yeah. total she nana driver. She only slowly when she's thinking about it. When you, when you stop thinking. So this is an old-fashioned turn-on. So you have you turn, turn, hey, key, turn the key. You don't get to hear that very yeah. often. <laughs> <laughs> I love an old-fashioned turn-on. So if you turn now, the key yes. to the right, okay, and then it's a start button. So here you press that, and so you can let go of there. Oh, this and you is You just lovely. press the start, and it's going to start for you. When I turned the key, and the dial went. Yeah. That's it, you're done. Oh, really? And you're on. <gasps> Look at the chrome go on, you handbrake. Do it. No, you do it, Jesus. No, you've got the gloves on. No, go on. Oh, all right. <laughs> there you go. And now oh. just, uh, We're like children. <gasps> oh, wow. Listen, I really want to be so careful of this car. It's so beautiful. So, just final thing is the indicators are that's left. That's right. Okay, great. Ooh, okay, nice lovely. horn. Oh look, the indicator's lovely. It's like a sort of um, on a ship. Yeah. This feels it's right like in the middle of the ship. steering wheel. Doesn't yeah, it? It feels like, like we're in a Reva in Lambeth on Black Prince Road. It feels like we're driving. Back a ship. soon. All right, okay. pit pit, toot toot, as Toad said. <laughs> no, what did he say? Toot toot. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be very careful with her. Oh God, help. Oh. Guys, it's raining heavily. <laughs> <laughs> we're in an open Hey, what's that guy doing? It's all right, we're going to go right here. Where are the bloody windscreen wipers, G? Uh, oh, there's a big lorry. Okay, you feel quite exposed. Light. You've got the green light. I feel slightly exposed. Let's go. I hope this doesn't wreck the red leather on I know. And if I, if I get any flipping nonsense from people going up my ass, going, you know, go faster. I'm just not having it, honestly. <gasps> Look, there's the Houses of Parliament. Right, let's go and flick the Vs. Let's go to the Houses of Parliament and flick some ruddy Vs. Dear listeners, we are approaching the south side of Lambeth Bridge. Maybe. Ahead of us. I need, so, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I need some... Um, indicators? I've got the indicators. I need okay. some mirror. Stop. It's an amber. With a God, that 
make it you, you bloody want, slow. You want you want some um, uh, a big windscreen wiper a- action. I'm scared. You want some windscreen wiper action? Yes. I feel very exposed suddenly. I don't know how to do that. Take the brake off, yeah. G. This yeah, is a two-person operation. Okay. So passing the Archbishop of Canterbury's house on the right, <laughs> heading over the Thames towards the headquarters of MI5. Oh, actually, gang, come on. Yeah. When do you get to do this? It's so GB. The rain is coming down. We're freezing. We're in a convertible. You're all right. You've got literally a puffer jacket with a silver lining. I'm so sorry. And a hat. And a scarf. I'm sorry. I did nab all his extra um, yeah, I thought all his extra might, kit. Yeah, I thought you might just take pity on the poor passenger. Do you want my scarf? No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm really I'm glad because I, I wasn't going to give it to all you. All I wanted to do was make you feel bad. That's fine. As long as you feel bad. Do you want my driving gloves? <laughs> I actually need the driving gloves. Yeah, yeah you stick with I them. actually yeah, really yeah. need the driving gloves. What I'm worried about is there must be a way of activating oh. the windscreen wipers. And I can't, I can't think what I it know, is. I know, that's a problem. It's actually, the visibility is quite interesting. Wiper! Wiper! Very, oh yes, oh they're working. Oh my God, I pulled nice. the knob and it's wiping. And you push Wiper. it in. Yeah. Right, gang. Oh, hello. Yes, all right, Sonny Jim. I know, I've seen. That's another fellow EV. Let's give them a wave. Fellow EV. Why are they honking? It's not like they're we're... ruddy idiots. Oh, no. I tell you what, the braking is really soft on this. I'm not going to go fast but at luckily all. Luckily, in your technical shoes, they're um. Now. They're up to it. Can we just talk about these amazing shoes, G Dubs? You have given me the most beautiful pair of bright reds. I'm waving at everyone. I feel very jolly. Um, bright red suede Sparco Go Faster shoes. Are they Sparco? They are, yeah. yeah. Sparco Go Faster shoes. Oh, there's shoes. a black cab trying to get by. Sorry, my love. We're going at exactly half a mile an hour at the moment. Guys, this life does not get better. We've got the Houses of Parliament. Well, I mean, yeah, take that in, in parenthesis. Houses of Parliament dead ahead. We're in swinging London. In an Austin Healy straight out of the spy who shagged me, really. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Don't you think this is the kind of car that should open up to have a sort of... Guns. Guns or... Lasers. Well, right, we're going, we're going. I feel so lovely. Do you know what I love about this? It's a really cosy little space, isn't it? It is. Can you... It's they call lovely. these they call these bucket seats, and you do feel like your bum's in a bucket it's a little lovely. bit, don't you? Lovely. It's enclosed, even though obviously the, the top is wide, wide open. I love the wood of the of the steering wheel, the chrome. It just feels very handmade, and I like that. I like that. What if we run out of juice? Charge. I know. I was slightly thinking. I, th- I think I think the range is probably quite limited, but who cares? Where Where's the bloody dial? Where does it say how much charge well, we've got? Well, uh, the fuel gauge is right up top. Says that we're above full. The rain is really cahooning down. Well, it's, it's not that bad. It's like a, a, a classic it afternoon at Lords, isn't it? Hang on, photograph. Someone's photographing us. Let's get a wave. Oh, that's not, somebody was photographing us. T tourists gave us the thumbs up. Maybe we Sorry, are. A, are we a tourist attraction? We should just go round and round and round and start with a, with a coffee cup out. We can we can charge. Oh, I mean, this boy. is all, this is all very very beautiful. We've got Westminster Abbey to our left. We've got the Houses of Parliament to our right. Oh look look, we're getting more smiles. Kids are waving. Oh, lovely. Hello. 
Right, I'm, this is jolly. You see, this is the thing. You wouldn't get this in a normal EV. The fact that we're in You're a jolly right. classic. People like us, G. People like us. They want to know us. <laughs> Don't you think? Do you think? Yes, they want to connect with us. And that's to do with the car, the nature of the car. This, is, this car has got personality. It's got a beating heart. Now that was an electric van. Yeah. Electric white Fully van. electric. Amazing. Tesla on the right. Oh, hang on, hang on. In. What the heck? Honk him. Shittingtons. Does he, has he seen honk, us? Honk him, honk him. <laughs> nice. Sorry, excuse me, the lingo has gone absolutely down the tubes. It really is Wimbledon weather now. We're going to have an inch in the bottom of the car by the time Heavy. we get back. Will you give me a bit of handbrake, G-Dub? Sorry, matey. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about rolling into that whatever it is behind us. Could it rain any harder? No is the answer. It's, it's, we should get the shampoo and conditioner out, guys. I mean, seriously, it's heavy. It's, it's, it's like being under a bloody shower. Oh, shampoos would be lovely. The traffic is at a standstill. We are at the mercy of the elements. There's a nice enclosed Tesla there. Mel is in the habit of bad-mouthing Teslas, but I bet, well. I've, my head has never been closer to a windscreen as it is now, just so I can literally see. Okay, oh, this uh, is nice. Here this is lovely. Crossing back over, over Lambeth. Old Father Thames. Lovely. Lovely. I tell you what, though, I do like the Archbishop of Canterbury. I think he's really sweet. Old Welby. He's all right, isn't he? We're not going to get him. Have you had dealings him. with him? I did meet him, actually. I thought he was very nice. I told what, him. as ex-bankers go, or in, in... Is he an ex-banker? Yeah, yeah. Is he? Is yeah, he got yeah. a late vocation? Yeah. Oh, interesting. No, yeah. I, I told him, I said, uh, your, your, your bishopness, I don't know how you address an Archbishop of Canterbury, anyway, I probably got it wrong, but I just said, do you realise that the kids all talk about being the Archbishop of Banterbury? <laughs> and he <laughs> loved it, and he said, yes, I heard about that, I heard about that. He was really fun. He was very sweet. So yay to the Archbishop and boo to those ruddy idiots across the river. Hi, Matthew! Now, I mustn't. We mustn't just show Parliament into... what's what. Here we go. Are you going you gonna to go into the archway or...? Underneath the arches. I'm oh, sorry the weather turned on you. No, it's lovely. It was brilliant. We we loved it. You know the actual song for where we are. Do in the Lambeth walk. Hey, any time you're down our way, you'll find us all doing the Lambeth walk. So Matthew, a somewhat wet. Uh, yeah. Mr. Toad comes back, but luckily the car is in one piece. Thank you so much for trusting My pleasure. this beauty with us. Yeah. We had such a lovely drive. Wonderful. People yeah. connect with you really yes. a lot yes. when you're in a car like this, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's the classic car thing. Is people are really happy to see them, and it's evocative of their youth. And, and Yeah, it's, it's a completely different experience yeah. to uh, driving a modern car. Little, co yeah. little kids pointing. Yep, absolutely. In a nice yeah. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone merry, people yeah. saying hello. It was like being back in the 1950s. <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you so much, and thank you. For My pleasure. Thanks for giving us all those kind of amazing tips about car electrification. Sure. Yep. We're going to Essex post haste but thank you very very much oh, my pleasure it's been yeah. a delight having you guys here thank you Matthew
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here we are under an occluded sky in what I think feels like the Himalayas of Essex because there's a ravine and there's also a lovely house and Mel's husband, Ben, who has sidled up in a spectacular set of red overalls and a, a, a blue and black cravat or scarf. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Just Ben. A... Hi, how are you? Very well. Hello, Hello Ben. <laughs> Welcome to Essex. <laughs> Benny! Great to have you here. Would anyone really like formal. a biscuit? Yes, please. Uh, I've got chocolate hobnobs. Yes, please. Okay, straight away. So this is so Ben is immediately part of the cupboard snacks uh, group. A chocolate hobnob or a chocolate digestive or a little fragment of remaining. I'll trade you. Chocolate. I'll trade you a chocolate digestive for yeah, go on. an Anzac. Oh, straight. Australian biscuit. Yeah. Hang on. Now, Australia Day. Is it? No, you, it's just the think? only thing I can bake. And, you uh, made those. And, and um, advance warning, this is not my usual recipe. We moved house, I lost my recipe. They're not very good. Now, in keeping with the idea of, <laughs> of purifying ourselves from combustible engines into the electric future, I thought with the cupboard snacks for our finale show, I would do the same. Purification... Electrification. Nuts and seeds, guys. Go a on. jar of nuts and seeds. Set me a handful. Yeah? Half a handful. They're well, really... First and wash it down with the chalky dyge. It's basically bird food. It's, it's, um, it's trill. <laughs> I've got very oily hands, oh, no. but I will have gone. It's just good old oil. We have come all this way to see the thing that we talked about in episode one or all, episode two? All those episodes ago. All episode those episodes one. ago. Mm-hmm. Lady Pats. A.K.A. the Bristol, the carcass of the Bristol. We've been via Matthew Quitter from London Electric Cars. Amazing guy, so helpful, so inspirational. We've got a lot to report, love. There's a lot to, to download and process about the electrification of Lady Pats. But bottom line is... Matthew proved it can be done. You need probably a new mortgage. Oh my um, God, a mate, you need a mate. I've got some friends, mm. and you. You need lots of time. Some mates and me? Yes. What? 
You, well, you know... You, you, I'm not in the mate. Well, of course you are, but you're a bit more than that, too. OK. I want to sort of downgrade you into a mate. <laughs> but it can be done. <laughs> Shall we? Mm. Let's do it. Where are you going, Benny? We're going here, don't we? This is the way in. This way, I'm sorry, I've still got mad for a minute. This way, friend. I'm building this up. It could be very unimpressive reveal. No. You ready for a reveal? No, oh, unimpressive, love. We are now standing outside the door. Ben, tell us where we are. So this is an old uh, granary. Not too much detail. <laughs> and we're still in Essex. I'm about to open the door. The thing, as you can see, is very leaky and full of drafts, which creates... I'm certainly not going to do any painting work in there. And uh, inside mm. is something that you... Oh, uh, my God. You need to see. Oh. G-dubs, after you. Well, there you've she seen is. that before. There's there she is. Lady Pat's in all her sandblasted magnificence on an amazingly... OK, let's, let's focus on the car first. It's good, isn't I mean, it? Yeah. The curves, the curved rear end, the... Is it an aluminium bonnet? The long... It's a full aluminium body. The whole bodywork is uh... aluminium, which is why it is quite well preserved still. It's a car, it's a 1950 car. But magnificent. It's, it's a two-door coupe, would you call it that? Yeah. Curvy uh, in every respect. It's a genuine four-seater. Huge four rear wheel arches, genuine four-seater, but no seats in it at all. Can we get closer? Uh, there yeah, are coming. seats. Look, so the, seats. We've got various driver's seats are there. <laughs> and the rear seat is up in a loft somewhere else. The seats, let's be honest, are not in the best of shape. Yeah, but that's quite nice. They're distressed. They've got a slightly distressed quality. You'd, you'd want to sit on that, wouldn't you? They're a sort of mushroom-coloured. They're a mushroom-coloured... <laughs> Or well, they were. Mushroomy leather. Ben, where did you find Lady Pats? Lady Pats was in a magazine. So, uh, I mean, you know, she was for sale uh, from a dealer as a kind of, you know, potential, what, what are you going to do with this? And um, somehow I've been sort of starting to think about, oh, maybe it's interesting to electrify a classic. Um, and this car was sold with no engine. Let's be honest, you've taken everything out. I've stripped it, yeah, it's so the car, the car came with seats and windscreen mm -hmm. and windows and all that kind of thing, but various other things missing, including the engine. There is no engine. Mm -hmm. The engine is the most valuable part of one of these cars. Steering wheel's so still on. That, so, relatively speaking, it was a cheap purchase. And, and it's sort of a bit of a no-brainer. This is a kind of futuristic shape. It's, uh, it's called the Aerodyne, highly, highly aerodynamic. It's a 401. 401, sorry. And the idea that this would be a 1950s version of the future, 1950 version of the future, somehow sort of tied in quite well with the idea of electrification. Yeah. It seemed like it was a good sort of match-up, retro-electric. Called Lady Pats after the one, the only the living Broadway diva legend that is Patti LuPone, who is of the same vintage. Is that her birthday? We don't talk about We don't talk birthday. about it, but she's around that time. And I think she would go very well in this car when it's finally up and running, which is going to be when? One day. Mm -hmm. Now, what is exciting to me about what you've got here, sir, among many other things, is having stripped it all out, 
I can see you putting an absolutely monstrous battery pack in there. So taking the fuel tank out there. Yeah. Fuel tank was hung in there. So that is the fuel tank. If I decided to do away with having a spare wheel, obviously I could fill that in because that, that little indentation is where the spare wheel sits. So I've got that there. And then I should probably open up this rather magnificent aluminium bonnet if I can. This is so plain like. Uh, there's a lot of space in there. Yeah, yeah. For uh, batteries. For, for ba more batteries in the front. Um, and lots of conversation can be had. So there's all sorts of questions here about do you want a gearbox? Some people are saying you should have a gearbox. I do oh, have a gearbox. Oh, Matthew said gearbox, check. He thinks he, you have a gearbox, but any, have any of the cars you've driven had a gearbox? Uh, yes, today. The Austin Healey did. But Matthew said, because I said that you'd bought a gearbox and we were all slightly kind of... What's he doing there? Question is, why do you need a ruddy gearbox in an EV? And you'd said, no, trust me, absolutely, we need a gearbox. And he corroborated. He said, no, it's a good idea. Well, I, I, I'm keeping my options open. I can, always, I can always not use it because, obviously, it's extra weight. Look at the gearbox, guys. It's the size of a, of a really, really large metal it's hoover. On it. It has got a, it's got a super feel. Oh. Check, have a go, G-dubs. Oh. That's lovely. Yeah. And it's incredible. Oh, oh, hello. Sorry. I just pulled on something there. That's fine. But, but it's, the whole thing is really, really heavy. How, how much would that weigh? I, I'm, I'm guessing that it's about 50. 50 kilos. I can carry it, but it's a bit heavy. Just for the gearbox. But we don't necessarily want to get the gearbox on board if it's going to weigh down Lady Pat's and thereby the range on our battery is going to be decreased. Do we? Yeah, because the other route to go is, is just go lightweight. I've got a couple of things to just bring up in the group. <laughs> this is lovely. It's so lovely to be here. I love being here. Um, the meringue colour of Lady Pat's as she is at the moment, because basically all the colour's been stripped off her, I really like. And I, if, if it was my choice, I'd get some clear varnish and just go over this colour and keep her as she is. With the mottled sandpapered look? Yeah. Interesting. It's a bit of a sort of steampunk... Yeah? Yes. Steampunk electrification. Distressed. Exactly. Vibes. My 15-year-old says you can't go wrong with steampunk. Anything steampunk is a hit. This is steampunk as oh. she is at the moment. I don't want her to go too zhuzh, is what I'm saying. Well, that's certainly a way of saving some money. Yeah. Particularly what? if you get the varnish and the brush out yourself and just start slapping it on. <laughs> what does zhuzh mean? Zhuzh, as in doing her up giving her the fineries, the bells and whistles. OK, but you, when you finally drive Lady Pat's down the Boulevard des Anglais, you want people to stop and look, jaw agape, right? Yeah. Whichever so. year that is. 2050? Well, you know, 30 is a good... 2030 is a good date to aim for because that's when it's the end of, you know, new petrol. Yeah. Is that going to happen in seven no, years? No, it's not going to happen, but we can still aim for that. Is it not going to happen in seven years? Of course years? it won't. Really? Well, when has the deadline ever been met that the government's announced? No, no, no I mean our deadline. Like, oh, our deadline? No, we probably won't happen. hit that either. Right, we need a whiteboard. <laughs> no, we, we could realistically hit that. We need a whiteboard, we need some yeah. goals. That's what Matthew said. He said, you've got to set yourself some goals. Yeah. And he did suggest a whiteboard. OK. <laughs> Sitting out there. Yeah. 
there are some advantages to a slow conversion process because the technology is still evolving. You know, at which point do you want to jump on board the, the train? Uh, so it, it may be that I would continue to argue that, that the longer we take over this job, the better, the better it will finally be done. And also the, the huge cost can be hidden more easily over a longer trajectory. About the costs, Matthew did talk quite a lot about the financials uh, involved in electrification of a classic. I mean, it ain't cheap. We know that. He pointed to a really cute little uh, Fiat 500 and said, that's the way to go. It's simple mechanically and it's easy to convert. And he said that was going to be about 30 just for the, just for the, the hardware, not including anything else. So this is quite a lot bigger and needs a lot of restoration. All I need to know is, do I need to try and get back on the telly again? <laughs> I'm very happy to try. I'm a bit old now and the Bake Off ship has sailed, but I will try. Do I need to? Just tell me, love. I'll do it if I can. Yes. Channel 5, cleaning show, something yeah. like that. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, you know, we, we can, what we can do is we can do a lot of the other stuff, the doing upness stuff, independently of any of the conversion. That's, um, and that's already, well, the that's taking yeah. things to pieces stuff is going quite well, albeit very slowly. The bit that starts to involve a bit of skill, like welding the rusty bits, there are some rusty bits. That will all have to be done. Yeah. I think we can keep the thing nudging forward and then get to a point where there's just a kind of jump moment and then you either leap into whatever the completion cost is on the electric version or you just go and jump in a hole. <laughs> well, Ben, thank you very much for introducing me finally to Lady Pat. It's great to see her here in all her glory. In, and actually, you know, you've, you've, both of you have been a little bit kind of expectation managing about it, but this is a very serious barn with some very serious strip lighting. You've done a very serious job of get, getting her ready. Stripping her, yeah. And all that remains is the 10 year job of getting her even more ready. I know. But she's great to see and I have absolutely no doubt that she will be rolling down towards Antibes uh, in time for all your next generation weddings. 2030. She'll be ready. Gee Dubs, this is the last episode of our series. I'm going to miss it, are you? Yeah, I'll miss our adventures. I'll miss our snacks. Yeah. Except for the, not these ones. I quite like them, if I'm, I'm honest. I'm sorry, that was bleak, it wasn't so it? so hair shirt. <sighs> Listen, if you want to relive any of these adventures that we've had, they're all available on your podcast app. Just search for Mel's Electric Adventure. Thanks, Mel. Tati buys Giles. Tortoise. Hello, it's James Harding. I'm Tortoise's editor, and I'm the host of the News Meeting, the podcast where three people debate which story should really lead the news. On the most recent episode, we were joined by the businesswoman and campaigner Gina Miller, who discussed obesity and people dropping out of the workforce. We also discussed Russia's push into northern Ukraine and the feud between Drake and Kendrick Lamar. To listen, search for the news meeting on Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts.